Welcome to another episode of Design on Purpose, the Wordplay Studio podcast. Ooh. Um, <laughs> thanks to everyone that's been uh, following us so far on, on socials. We've been getting, we've been slowly building a little bit of momentum on, on Instagram and TikTok. So I've um, been getting a little bit of feedback from people seeing that, uh, saying that they've seen the post and they've been loving them. So thanks everyone that's, uh, that's tuned in so far. And um, yeah, and hope you've been enjoying the, the previous episodes. And uh, I think it was the second last episode we did was all about NFTs. And we have some exciting news to share is that we Ooh. bought our first NFT. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we said we were going to. We, we said we were going to buy on one of the Gary V's, the V-Friend NFTs. And we had our eye on a very special Emerald Loyal Lobster. And um, yeah, we managed to get it. And it was really weird how it all happened. But uh, um, it was. And it was a bit of a process trying to get it all happening, wasn't it? Trying to trying to put the bid in and everything. And then we... Uh, even, leading, <laughs> even leading up to the bid. So what what happened was, like, there was first of all, there's a lot of people trying to buy these, these um, seri- the Series 2 V friends. So there was 55,555 released of the Series 2. I think you had to... There was the first release of those. You had to buy Gary's books or something, like a case of his books, and you got an NFT for buying those books. And with that NFT, you could buy the. You, you had early access to the to the V friends. And then the second release of the series two was you had to go in a raffle, and only a certain amount of people got in the raffle. Because you had to be in the Discord group, right, to to get in the raffle. Yeah, you had to be in the Discord group from a certain. I missed that too. Date. Which I got in, but, I, I, but then we didn't get the, the raffle for us. And then I think there was another release, but so basically you couldn't buy them unless you, you like either had the book games tokens or you won the raffle. But there was one auction, the Emerald auction, which is like these new kind of like green one. Or, well, one hang on. Ones. Let's get Nelson to put a picture of the loyal okay. lobster up here somewhere <laughs> so you can see it. Thank you, Nelson. <laughs> Yeah, so we, we got in the, the, the Emerald auction, which was like, fortunately, it wasn't in the middle of the night for us. It was like at middle of the day. Well, I don't know what's better, actually. Probably not doing it in the middle of the day was so good. It was quite a stressful experience. Um, and you can actually see some of the footage that we put on uh, on TikTok, too, of us um, sweating, trying to work out how to buy this NFT because um, it is a little bit complicated and, and, you know, it's like being in an auction, um, you know, putting a bid in for, for a house or whatever. So, um but the, but the strange thing is we, we, we put a bid in 10 minutes before the auction closed. It was like 4.25 Ethereum, right? Yes, 4.25. We put, we put on. It was like, yeah. And immediately there was another bid for like five. No, Ethereum, oh, five. And then there was another one for eight, like straight away. Yeah, we, we captured that. I filmed that. Yeah. And yeah. we thought, oh, we didn't get it. We, we, we weren't going to put eight Ethereum on it. No, we weren't going to put 8 Ethereum. Well, we didn't have 8 Ethereum to put on it in, the, in our wallet at that moment anyway. So we, we uh, were well, all right, we're out of the game. Bummer. The lobster, the lobster's not ours. We would just have to stick with all the lobsters we've already got. <laughs> but, um, but miraculously, as, as fate has it, I had it, uh, those other bids just disappeared. Just, they, they, they went. What happened? I don't know. I think uh, it was I, supposed I to be ours. It was supposed to be our lobster. That's what happened. That's definitely it's, it was definitely ours. So it's coming to the shack. It's it's here in. We need to make it a little uh, home here. Spot, yeah, yes, for sure. So yeah, so we're pretty pretty stoked. It was um, 
probably, oh, I don't know if I recommend it or not, but in terms of buying like a kind of, you know, a semi-expensive one as your first one, it's a bit, a bit, a bit stressful because you've got to kind of learn the tools and work out how to get your, your Ethereum and stuff into OpenSea and switch it to, to Weth, which is like a biddable, um, wrapped Ethereum, wrapped Ethereum. Yeah. And then, then you can be, well then we, but we also had to get it off our cold wallets onto the same, another wallet, wallet. a shared wallet that we made for us. And then it was just like, yeah. And we thought we lost, we lost, we thought we lost some of our Ethereum on the way. But we're, we're super stoked because, you know, like we said last episode, we know, and I was watching a video of Gary V the other day saying that he hasn't released the roadmap of Series 2 yet and he and he doesn't feel any pressure to because they're all sold. Obviously, there's buy-in from everyone. People are, people want to get on board with the project, obviously. Mm. And, um, and I've kind of got FOMO already that we're not going to be at VCon, but, you know. I'd love to go to VCon. So would I. And it, it's, I think it starts in a few days, uh, eight days or seven yeah, days, yeah. about a week's time from now, but... It's gonna be it's gonna be a next level conference for sure. Four days. So we'll be there in spirit, hopefully. <laughs> and next year I think we'll we'll definitely be I think that's what like for me anyway, I'm like fuck, that's the thing I'd love to love to get to, VCon. I yeah, that's yeah. gonna be pretty it's gonna be a game changer. Especially and especially just after COVID too. Everything's been closed and shut down for so long and no no personal contact. Mm. Like and he's just going to get everyone together for four days. It will be so powerful, like having that much momentum and build up. Yeah, all, yeah. All that there. So, anyway, I hope everyone has fun there. Um, so, on the the theme of the lobster, which um, and, and you probably wonder why why we we are we have so many, much <laughs> many lobster symbols around our office, and uh, or in the shack, in the lobster shack, and our little little lobster claws. Um, the lobster's been a real, real symbol for us, um, for what, maybe like three or four years now. It's, it's kind of been our, our totem of wordplay. Um, so yeah, what, what's the, what is with the lobster, Rick? Do you want to give a little description? Yeah, well, I mean, a lobster's a really uh, powerful metaphor, uh, for us and the work that we do, because for us, it's, it's really about transformation. So... A lobster is like a soft, it's a soft, mushy creature that lives inside a rigid shell and at some point, you know, it, it outgrows its shell and then it has to, uh, you know, f- find refuge under a rock because you know, it's vulnerable, it's, it's, it's soft and squishy inside, so it has to find refuge somewhere and then it, it, it will actually peel out of this rigid shell and then wait for the new shell to harden. So for us it's a really powerful meta- metaphor for like, you know, um, change and, and systems design and, and, and transformation mm. and, and the vulnerability and the stress, I guess, that, that comes with that experience. And also the fact that it's not, uh, you know, it, it, it happens often over a lifetime. It, it, it's not just something that happens once and it's, and it's finished. And the, the other thing about lobsters is that they, they actually don't, their cells don't degrade so they can, you know, potentially they could live forever uh, if they, you know, if they weren't eaten or if they didn't succumb to an illness or something like that. Mm. So it's just like this really powerful metaphor of forever changing, um, forever transforming and and evolving. Yeah. And, and you might see behind Rick's head there is the, is the lobster up on the wall, which is one of our values, make friends with change. And that's, that really says it all is like, you know, cause if you embrace the change and you make friends with the change and it's not such a, a um, a scary thing and in fact the the the, um, the suffering comes from when you resist change because there's two kind of inevitable 
things in life, maybe there's more, but one thing is you die and the other thing is that there's going to be change. And the more that you can kind of embrace change and em- embrace, um, you know, what's possible and, and, and especially when things are, are, you know, you might see see something, you know, maybe not so good happen in your life or whatever, but in hindsight, you know, they're usually the things that have made you stronger and, and um, exposed you to some sort of vulnerability that actually makes, kind of becomes part of your armor in a way um, in the long term. I think I think there's also another part to that. It's like it's also about empowering you to be responsible for the change that that you want to see because um you know there's quite a bit of change that's being forced upon us at the moment and and it's been designed in a way which to be honest I don't like the the change of where it's going so I don't really want to embrace that change. I don't want to be living in the metaverse and you know I don't want to be <laughs> going along going along with with, with some of these um uh, agendas that are being being pushed on us at the moment so I, there's that it for me it's not so much about embracing um change but but also um you know acknowledging that change can be transform transformative um and also being responsible um in yourself for designing the change that you want to be be making in your life or the change that you want to be making in the world through transforming yourself which is which is yeah that that's kind of what what it means more so for me Oh yeah, I, t- I totally get it. I'm not saying you embrace you know, embracing change is something that you, um, whatever someone else is pushing on you, you just embrace yeah. that. It's about embracing that there's change. Like, because if you're just holding on to the past as well, it's like, or well, you know, that's that's right. You need to create the change that you actually want to create for yourself. Mm. And because change is inevitable, and somebody's gonna either make it for you or you're gonna make it yourself. Um, and some things are you know gonna ch- you know things on the, on the macro level. You know, there's themes and things that change, but um, that's exactly it. And it's, and it's about being comfortable with knowing that change is the inevitability of, of life. You know, if you if you don't change throughout your life, you know, you kind of stay stuck, stagnant and stale and and you don't grow. Um, and that's really like what the, the lobster as well, like, you know, it's not this big kind of like dominant creature or anything like that. It's like a real soft kind of like um, inconspicuous, like lay lowing little creature on the on the ocean floor so it's it's kind of got that cute um yeah i guess that that you can learn a lot from the lobster you know it doesn't it's not like a uh, well i guess they eat they eat, i'm not even sure what they eat actually but um they're not like a big prey animal, they, eat, you know they, I mean? eat, they eat italian lagers <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um yeah then the, you can just learn more and more like and obviously we've got we use it a lot with um with branding and, and transformation, as Rick said, because with brand, it's very much that process of, of constantly shedding your shell. Like your brand is never finished and your identity is always sort of evolving. You know, there's core parts of your identity that don't evolve. But, you know, as you grow as a human or as an organization, like, you know, your identity changes, you mature, you go through different stages of, of life or a life cycle or something like that. And and the lobster is really a, a great metaphor of knowing that it's like it's okay to kind of like strip away like things that you might have been in the past and they might, may not be serving you any longer and you can actually just like go yeah of course like you can take these things off and leave them there and keep growing and form a new shell and go hide under a rock and for for a little while while it happens and then come out you know um, feeling good so yeah it's a it's um it's a it's an interesting thing the lobster and also they have square eyes I've been gosh I feel like I've got square eyes sometimes (laughs) well we are lobsters (laughs) (laughs) 
They're like one of the few animals or few things in nature that that create squares organically or something like that. And their eyes are are, are like cube shaped, which has like a square pattern to them or something. I wonder what that's what's purpose that serves. Not sure. Not sure. And um and yeah, so like so and there's some pretty pretty epic lobsters too down in, there's some photos of ones down in uh of Tasmania and the fresh waters and they're, they're blue, like, aren't they? Yeah, big blue bluey greeny things and they're humongous, like they're they're just giant, giant mm. things. Um and you can just see how they've just, you know, like once they went that size. I think know. ocean lobsters too, I think blue is like a weird like it's some kind of weird thing that happens sometimes with the pigment. They're yeah. like really rare, like blue lobsters. Blue you can lobbies. get them, yeah. And in Australia, the lobsters that we have, they don't have claws. They just have the antenna or whatever they are. Yeah. Yeah, well, I'm not, I'm not too sure with the – I haven't fished any any lobbies. We'd like to leave them alone. Don't eat your own totems, they yeah. say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so then that's why it was so important for us to get the, the Gary V one. It was kind of like a bit of a extent. Like we've been a big believer in in a well, been fans of Gary V for quite some time. But then with the V friends thing, it's kind of brought that to a new level where we're like, shit, we need to get involved. Yeah, we wanted to participate in what he's creating, and you know, as far as an NFT project goes, that's a pretty good one to get on board with because you know you're going to back Gary V. he's going to do something amazing with that and I mean he already is and I guess NFTs are really about community and building community and, and Gary V's already been doing that you know through his career is that's what he does is, is build amazing communities so yeah pumped to get on board with that I really wish we had a series one maybe we'll get one of those one maybe, yeah. but we're not selling our series two no Put a bit on it, a really big bit on it. <laughs> Test us. We won't. We won't accept it. <laughs> well, yeah, and we'll see where that goes because, I, like, I just felt, and I know you're the same, Rick. It's like we know that just getting that for us, it's like this. Sim, you know, the lobster to us is 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 everything in a way. It's our it's our um, our totem that we resonate so much with. So getting that one, and also it was a one of one. So it's the only uh, emerald green lobster. So we've got the you know, the unique one and it's emerald green, which is, you know, uh, we, we use green, like green's the color. Oh, of yeah, purpose. yeah. Green we use for purpose. It's like the heart chakra. Exactly. So it just kind of made perfect sense. But what, what was the emerald? You looked up emerald. What's emerald? Emerald. Mean? It was also about, um, I think it was about truth in Egyptian truth and love. Yeah. That makes sense. It does make sense. Yeah. And it's also a very sharp, uh, hard, hard stone. I've, I've been reading. Cool, we need to get some bling. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Go and see Fraser. <laughs> Illum yeah. metal. Illum, yeah, yeah. So, so yeah, anything else on the on the lobby while we're here? Um well I mean I think I think just in terms of um the work that we do, you know, systems design, systems change, brand identity, I think that's that's an interesting, you know, uh analogy for the, for that in the sense and especially where we are right now is is humanity when you look at systems it's kind of like we're feeling that right now aren't we we're feeling the pinch of this change and we're kind of in the in the middle of this abyss we're kind of tra- you know transitioning to this new new time and you know when one door closes another one opens but you know they don't really tell you about that it's hell in the hallway and uh, i think that's kind of what we're experiencing right experiencing right now as humanity there's a there's a there's a change happening and you know one system's gonna 
you know fold and there's going to be new a new one created and I th- I feel like it's a uh, a bit of a race as to what that system is I feel like there's one probably already designed that's um, we can kind of see it being starting to be rolled out and I think there's a bit of a race between this kind of digital system and and maybe something that is is a bit more organic and and, and more connected to the earth and in, in regener- regenerating the earth and becoming more human um, so that that's interesting you know I can kind of see that all unfolding and then yeah in terms of like business and 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 brand and the 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 change that happens within an organization it's like that doesn't just happen once you know you go through so many evolutions as an organization with your with your visual identity if you look at companies that are you know um kind of sandstone organizations that have been around for, for many, 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 many years or, or centuries, you can see the evolution of the identity of where, where it came from and how many, how many times it's had to shed its, uh, it shed its shell and, and evolve into something new. And, and if you don't do it, you know, you kind of become, I guess like a Kodak or something like that, you know, where you're not really seeing the foresight of the future. I mean, Kodak could have been an amazing organization embracing like digital photography and, you know, platforms like Instagram and things like that. But if you don't have the, the foresight or if you don't create the hindsight um, from that future state of what you're becoming and create the new, the new shell for that, then you kind of miss out. Mm. And then, you know, that kind of links back to where we are now as humanity. If if we don't get together and, and create that new, version of what we want as as a um as a civilization then you know it's gonna get created well there's some some i guarantee you there's a group of people that are creating one for us (laughs) yeah so and that's it and like if we don't if we don't have our our, um wits about us in terms of being aware of what these potential futures look like next minute you're in it and uh, well we're already kind of experiencing that to some degree now I guess like where you've you know like you're saying you're feeling the pinch and you're like okay wow wow like you know it's time to kind of wake up and take control and take responsibility of ourselves um, because otherwise you know you're handing your power over to some some other higher figure that's um been thinking about it for you <laughs> so you don't have to and or keeping um, you distracted so that you're not thinking of that exactly and, or keeping all, you comfortable so that you're not thinking of that and that's all part of it part of keeping you not being the lobster because comfort is something that the lobster avoid well it, it has to constantly become uncomfortable be comfortable with being uncomfortable is that is really the lobster's um what the lobster embraces throughout its life which which all living creatures kind of do it do to some degree if you're aware of it like humans like you're saying we, we can be so um programmed in a way and to comfortability and um you know everything's just so easy for us like you know you've got electricity and the, how many electricity ports you have around your house you can just plug things in connect it to the internet go to, um, go to the supermarket street, supermarket foods there don't have to really worry about how healthy the soil is. Or- People aren't stocking food either, like in terms of, you know, hum- humans used to prepare for the times when there were no food, but we're so programmed now. Like when, when you have a look at the the, the, um, the the Indians that lived in like far north, like California, 
you know, they would, when the salmon run happened, they would collect all the salmon and then they would smoke the salmon and they would just stock it up. So they had yeah. heaps of food when it, you know, when they needed it. Yeah, and it, we've, we've definitely lost, and it's only been the last, what, like a few hundred years or something where we've kind of become so comfortable mm. in, in, in closed walls and in these air-conditioned rooms and these comfy beds with warm showers and all this stuff. Um, you know, it's it's so new. Like we're not, we haven't been like this forever. It's it's really like a new. We've new become thing. soft. We've become very, very. We've become soft. We've become very soft. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like everything's just at. Um, well, I guess for us in the in in the world that we live in, it's not like this for everyone across the world. Um, but I guess people in more privileged places, it is, and it's it's kind of ironic because a lot of these privileged places have the highest amounts of um of mental illness and and things like that because there is this sort of massive disconnection between. You, you and, and yourself in the natural world, like, you know, you don't know how to do all these things that are actually so natural to us and actually are in our DNA, like how to how to survive, how to be a, Basic. A, a, a part of nature rather than just being a, staring at a, at a, you know, scrolling at the even, screen all day. Even walking, like I've been doing this functional pattern stuff recently and uh, it's been such a, an amazing experience so far. And it's like just even learning to walk properly. Like most people are so degenerated from the environment that we live in. You know, we're just completely fucked. <laughs> like, like I'm, I'm having to, like I've stopped all my training. I'm, I'm still doing, you know, jujitsu and, and still doing my capoeira, get my body moving and things. But I'm not doing any weights or any any um, cardio stuff really. I'm just like learning how to walk, how to put my feet properly on the ground and transfer my body weight. And it's actually really fucking hard. <laughs> mm. It's so hard to do because the environment that we've created has created this degenerative human being that's just not connected to what it's supposed Ancestry. to be doing. Yeah. And so it's kind of like waking your DNA up and, and reminding yourself about who you are and what you're actually supposed – how you're actually supposed to be moving. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. It's like, and you, you realize like when you, you know, when you're in an artificial environment for most of the day and for most of the week, you know, when you do get the opportunity to go out into the ocean or into the bush or somewhere where there's that zero technology, which is kind of hard, not so easy to find these days. Well, either. it's floating around in the air as well, isn't it? <laughs> well, yeah. Well, yeah, it is. I'm breathing it in all the time. Well, yeah. So there's no escape, but, um, <laughs> you know, you, there's the point of, you feel your body just totally like if you take your shoes off, for instance, and just put it put it on the ground. You know, you instantly go, mm. oh, like okay, there's some sort of like connection happening back to the earth, even even though maybe what you're standing on's not not 100 natural, and the air air's still got chemicals and shit in it, which is just so so ridiculous. And and um, you know, that's it's a huge issue. Um, you know, and we're realizing it more and more. Like you know, the, like we've spoken about before. On, on we're we're podcast, living like, in a we're living in a, a flood been, zone, really. Like we're just watching it rain and rain and rain and rain and rain and rain. Yeah, and just like, you think start. about all the you know we've got um, we've got sugarcane all around us, and and we see them spraying glyphosate and chemical and things on the sugarcane, um, and then you know it rains, and you're like, well, fuck, you know that's gonna be. All the glyphosate just runs it, off into the into the river, the, and then the, do you know that the tap water that we drink here comes from the river? Comes from uh, the Tweed. Tweed River, yeah. Yeah, well, makes sense. So, 
So yeah, that's exactly right. It's like that's think about all the toxins that are just constantly in our environment. Which and that like going back to the DNA too. Like our bodies must be malfunctioning in the sense that like for hundreds and tens of thousands of years prior to the introduction of all these t- toxicity and chemicals into the food and, and the, the natural systems, your organs and things would have just been like in a totally different state. And now they're they're just having to combat. They're probably like in brutal war every day with all the, well, yeah, all the toxicity well, that's coming well, into us. Well, yeah, that's true. I mean, we are sitting here drinking, you know, Glyphosate-free. Well, it, yeah, I think Italians don't use glyphosate. I don't think they use glyphosate in Italy. Italy. Um, but uh, and that's why we that's why we do like these. But um, yeah, but grain. I think I don't think grain. Well, I don't think it's too good for your fascia and, and things. But it can swell you up a bit. But and also, you know, alcohol is obviously a toxin. But you know, we do like to have a peroni. But but you know, there's so many things that 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 you kind of need to. Uh, be aware of and uh yeah it's like you know there's the toxins but then there's also your body your body not sitting in the right <clears throat> in the right shape you know because of the way that your body's holding itself as well so uh, there's you know your poor our poor livers would just be on overdrive just constantly trying to get rid of have toxins you, have you heard of the liver king no I just listened to this podcast the other day with this guy called the Liver King, and he's like super enthusiastic about the liver, liver and eating all these like all the organs. Of oh, there's 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 stuff. people into the organ stuff. I don't I don't know about that. This guy's just like I don't know he, about that. The way that he exp- oh, I I I could totally got his point because he's just talking about exactly what we're talking about right now. Remembering your ancestry is like eating like your ancestors did, and they didn't waste parts in fact they were eating these parts like and there's all these i think it was the, the, the that part was usually the most desired part wasn't it like the organs like wouldn't they like well, they, didn't so, don't indigenous people here when they cook a kangaroo like they that's the the first part that cool. comes in is the is it comes out as the i'm is not the, sure but i know like even in like when a lion or something kills its prey like it goes for the the guts first you know it doesn't go for like the, the thick um, muscle first it goes mm. for all the soft juicy bits because it has all these these um um, nutrients in them that you can't get anywhere else and um, supposedly they have relation to like if you're an, uh, eating like organs for instance and this guy's talking about eating testicle and eating this and that just everything he's like yeah you gotta eat it all like he's just he's full on because he I know like, like uh, what's that guy what's that that that, the, that um, UFC fighter um, George uh, St. Pierre George, George St. Pierre he's into that stuff yeah the guy well it makes sense like you know because we're taught that's exactly right like you think of if we you know our ancestry before we were um living in buildings with with um with kitchens or like with uh you know like mechanical things uh we were we were hunting and and um cooking things on the fire and you wouldn't be wasting it like like we're we're saying it's like dude I I know I grew up in South Africa and seen this shit you know like going going hunting with my dad and Seeing, you know, making biltong and, and, and shit like that. Like you would, you you know, you, you don't really waste much. No, you wouldn't. No. Nah. It's hard work getting it. And that's kind of it. Like the, oh, that's a whole other point in itself is the food waste right now. It's like ridiculous. I think it's like two thirds or something like that of the food. It gets wasted. Like or one, I can't remember the stat, but it's like a shitload of food is just literally wasted. When you think about all the energy that goes into making this stuff and we just throw it away crazy and then you know and then we're looking at all these like new food innovations um that are like 
and there are innovations, I guess, but really we, you can't beat the natural way of, you know, <laughs> what happened to the systems that have served us for millennia um, in terms of living with, with earth and hunting and, and foraging and having all these, these um, native and cultural foods that would, that would um, be, be pretty much medicine to our bodies because once you get taken off that, you know, then it's, it's crazy. Yeah, cra- I'm not into this. whole chain reaction of things. But the more synthetic the, the environment is especially the environment that our food's grown in it's like how how do you get the same like i wonder you know if you're a baby born today and you're eating um lab grown food for the for 20 years like what would that do to you we don't even know like but it's, what it's about like, the yeah they're messing with food all around aren't they i think victoria's even like the state here in um australia victoria they're trying to pass a bill that makes it illegal to grow food in food in your own home like at your, at your house that you can't grow your own food well, it's, it's, because of some like bi- like food security yeah. act or something or like or bio, bio something you know like a, it's for your safety no no growing your own Don't food it because there's going to be all these poisonous chemicals in it anyway so like and that's the thing too it's like i remember people in Mar- like when we were living in Marrickville. Everyone's like, oh, don't grow food like without getting your soil tested because it's like full of lead and metals and shit. And you're like, oh. Well, really, though, because I feel like there'd be a lot of – there were a lot of Greeks living in, in Marrickville. I, th- I reckon they would have kept the soil pretty good there. I'm sure <laughs> – You know, they were saying, some pretty it, good gardens. Get it, get it tested, like if you don't know. Yeah, yeah. Because um, you don't want to be eating like something that's literally growing in toxicity and you're just putting it yeah. straight into your system too. So it's – um. Yeah, it's it's and this is this is it. It's like this is the kind of where we're headed. We're heading if we're not aware of, uh, like, if if it sounds like a great world to you, sure, that's cool. Go go for it. But um, get on the metaverse. <laughs> yeah. um, it's like silent green. <laughs> you know that, but but it's honestly, deeper. it's like if that's if if that's a great thing to you, um, that's cool. But I I feel like yeah, like you're saying at the beginning of this, it's like there's also this whole other sort of emergence of people going, let's go back. Well, let's go back to go forward in sense of the like connection to, to land and regeneration and replenish the, the earth we live on because it's, we are the earth. Earth is up. Like, there, there is this kind of like split happening, isn't there? Or like there's, there's two potential paths and it's like, and um, you know, I love I love listening to to Naudi from um, Functional Patterns. I love I love listening to some of the stuff that he says because, you know, where we're into systems design and systems thinking, and he's coming at it from this whole like biomechanics side of things, and it's super super interesting because he's like talking about, you know, there's there's one way where human beings are like there's one future where human beings are just like completely integrated with tech technology and like this transhuman kind of like future and then but if we sort our shit out and we kind of because we do have really amazing biomechanics like we are our ultimate technology already like natural organic technology so it's like but we're not really tapping into it and he and he talks about this other future where everyone's just built like Bo Jackson, and I was showing you some footage of that guy the other day, and he's a but he's he's a beast, <laughs> just the way that he moves and everything, and you know that's that's obtainable to people um, if you if you can kind of you know if you got you got to do the work and you and and you got to you know find somebody who can who can help you get there, but it's just like. That's totally possible, you know. I can also see this future where we're just totally integrated with nature and and we're 
taking better care of ourselves and and the environment and that is the technology like we have this technology we do it's there it's been there for it's it's well and and that's that's almost part of the this whole shift these two parallel sort of realities splitting diverging um is that it's almost like they're trying to make well it is like they're trying to make us forget the all these um free (laughs) technologies and and ways of living that are actually the more healthier and more fulfilling and nourishing natural human ways of Mm. being um like like remember when um when we would go and and um watch you know um our friend jesse like making a fire with the with a stick right just that technology of just like making a fire getting a stick rubbing a stick on a on a piece of wood to get the little ember to come out and then like to make the fire and just the experience of that like it's not just this instantaneous like i'm going to get my big lighter out and i'm going to light the fire and it's just like you know, it's not easy. It's not easy. And just the appreciation that you have for that fire and how it was made and, and that it's not just this simple thing. You know, if we lost all that, all that, if people were out and they didn't have anything and we've just become so softened because of the environment that we're in. Got no chance. We've got no chance. Yeah. Like Lots no, 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 <laughs> no, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> no, no chance of survival. And, um, it's it's wild to think that that's where we've got to. Yeah, it's like we're in survival. So we're but actually we're not able to be in survival in the in the in the uh, the um, fulfilling way. Like you know, that's like being in real survival where you're out there surviving, you know how to look, you know, survive. But right now we're kind of in survival, like helpless, you know, like vulnerable, like little children. Yeah, like like yeah, like a baby. You know, you're like. But a sleeping baby, like no one's, no one knows what's. Well, people do know more and more. People realize what's going on, but it's just the the majority just yeah. wouldn't have a clue. Yeah, it's tough. Like I was just talking to a mate before this today, and he's like, "Oh man, I just like it's so hard to like even just like right now just find like if you don't have like a lot of friends that are kind of um, you can talk to about this stuff, you you know, it's quite isolating and feel kind of." feel pretty sketched out by it um and and that's like that's the whole thing too because like you know we're such communal um people Mm. cultures like humans are just we are communal we're we're, we're, we thrive in in um we definitely don't thrive in isolation that's for sure We, we thrive in collaboration and and when we're all together and sharing and and um telling stories and and um sharing music and eating food and all these things um and and you know, you just see how how um, detrimental it is when we're when we are kind of locked up or segregated and separated, and and um, you know, it's and if 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 you don't feel good about that, you know, it's like that's it. It's like time to time to make like the lobster and change. <laughs> you know, that's that's it. It's like that's what we're realizing more and more through throughout this whole process of where we're heading. It's like you know, each day you're kind of like, all right, well. This is it, you know. We're gonna keep keep going and and keep all the things that are that are human to you um, as first priority, like creativity, like curiosity, all these things. Like once you lose you, once you start losing these things, it's like, yeah, what do you have? You start to just become dependent on other things just to kind of fill these holes for you, like like scrolling social media, or watching movies you don't even really like get a kick out of or whatever, just because they're there. So it's um. 
it's um it's an interesting time it's it's uh we're gonna it's not over yet anymore it's, it's infinite <laughs> we're gonna... how many times have we done this <laughs> yeah it's like exactly exactly <laughs> but but um but yeah i guess like i hope that um everybody can appreciate the lobster from a from a new level after this this conversation today like we talk about it all the time like we're always introducing the lobster to people and and when you're like when you're going through something you can kind of just think like all right well, what, what would the lobster be doing you know hiding <laughs> hiding but preparing growing getting ready <laughs> but yeah we're pumped we're pumped we got our uh, our series two loyal lobster our spectacular emerald and we were lobster. so nervous trying to get it and we and we really you know we thought we'd lost it for a moment and we we tried to make peace with that, but then we got it. We're very happy about that. I'm so excited to see where that takes us and what happens from that. I just know that something's going to, like, it's not even a, like, and that's the thing, like, with these artwork, like the NFTs, it's like people like, oh. It's like it's the a, first investment we've made as a. Yeah, yeah. Isn't it? I've. Well, like, other than our business, but like. Exorbitant amount of, of time into <laughs> energy and emotional. Um, yeah, so. Yeah, I think, but I, I do. Th- yeah, it's like an investment. It is another investment. It's, you're not, you're not buying the, you are buying the artwork. Like it's a, it's an artwork. It's just this little like lobster graphic for vector lobster. It's cool, but really, like we've we've spoken in the NFT episode. It's like it's so much more than that, and that's the real potential of these NFTs and and integrating with mm. technology in these ways because. And, and, you know, it's not just I think using technology and technology can be useful in the right way, but it's like I don't want to become the technology, technology, (laughs) you know. I don't want to merge with the technology. I would like to use a technology. It's a tool, yeah. It's a a tool, tool. but I don't want to become it. You don't want to be the tool. No. (laughs) I don't want to be a tool. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So yes, I don't want to be be a tool either. Um, and that and that's the thing as well as like these 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 technologies, they're just technologies. They're agnostic. They're not good. They're not bad. They're tools. But a tool can be used for good, for evil, for for all kinds of things. And it's just it's really up to how we use it. Use them. Well, yeah. You know? um, and or and allow others to to use them. You know. What is some? I, I saw this. Oh, I heard it somewhere. It's like. You gotta wonder who's the product when you're not paying for the app. Who's the product? Yeah, when you don't pay for the app, like like the product is free. So who's the who's the actual product there? And it's like, oh, you are you're the product. <laughs> it's exactly because they're using you for the advertising. Well, but it, someone's making money on you using it rather than, than you paying to use something as a tool. So it's it's well, yeah. There's also this thing like I I watched this. I saw this um fight this capoeira fight the other day and um our mestre was showing us this video and he wanted to get our opinion and there was this fight going on and the it's just like this hotter was hotter's like a capoeira uh, like a fight a circle hotter is a circle and there was this fight going on and it's known for this particular fight was known for um being quite rough you know like you go there to fight it's not like a play capoeira it's like a proper fight capoeira and um something happened in the fight it was you know 
and and the guy picks up the the bearing bow and and starts you know hitting the other guy with the bearing bow and it's just like this thing it's like the bearing bow can be this beautiful instrument you know for playing music and holding holding space but then it can also be a weapon (laughs) (laughs) exactly perfect example yeah yeah example yeah so yeah i think um yeah, but but I'd like to say too. I'd like to offer Gary. We we might not be ready for you yet in terms of you know our podcasts or anything. But uh, at some point when we are ready, or if you feel we are ready, or, <laughs> yeah, it would be. It'd be love to invite you to um to join us and and talk to us a little bit about your V friends too and and what you're doing there and and connect on that level. And yeah, like we're super we're super pumped to be part of the community. Yeah, super pumped and super like we'll be at Recon next year if if uh, it, the laws allow and all that sort of stuff. Who knows what's going to happen? We'll next find year, a way. We will be there, and we're going to have FOMO. We're not going to be yoloing. We're going to be FOMOing this time, but but we've we're part of. We're, Can we're we invested. watch it? Can we stream it or something? Or is know. it all? We'll see. I'm sure there's going to be shitloads of stuff across social media on Twitter and TikTok and all that. It's going to be it's going to be banging. Um, so we'll be there. Let's, we'll yeah, be let's there just keep. Distance. Let's keep rolling with the podcast and see if we can we can get it to a point where we can get Gary on here. Yeah, well, that's that's it. We'll, <laughs> and soon enough, we'll have some guests. So we're warming up. We're, we're warming we're some seats up. Getting ready for you. We're warming some seats up. You know, so um, got to build a bigger shack. Got to build a bigger shack. Yes, and just keep keep going and and using you know that's it like using the social media you know this is a social media you know that's where you're going to find this on on youtube spotify and and our clips on online and um we aren't going to just be you know the whole point is to connect and interact and actually make something from it you know not just like what with the with the nft no just with 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 the podcast like with with our platform so um we're, we're, we're there. Like if, uh, if anyone wants to reach out, like we're not just a, 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 a profile, you know, a, a Hey, we had, we had one person on our live Instagram oh, yeah, live that. just before. Still, let's try to go live again. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, we're really, really, um, looking forward to meeting some people. We've, 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 um, yeah, we've been getting a few, few follows and a few likes and we've been reaching out to those people. So stay tuned for more episodes. Um, and stay tuned for more clips. You can find us on Instagram at Design on Purpose. You can find us on TikTok, Design on Purpose, TikTok in. And um, also, Spotify has allowed us to put videos up on Spotify now, so you can actually stream the podcast with video on Spotify, not just YouTube. And you can find us on all the other the um, other podcast platforms too. So, is that it for today? <laughs> So. What was with the sign? Oh, just, you know. It's Friday. Yeah, it's Friday. It's, it's been a good podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Sigh of relief, you know. It's good. It's good. So, anyway, stay tuned and we'll be back next week with another episode of Design on Purpose.